0: Welcome to the Contact Trio podcast, live from the AM booth at ConExpo, ConAg 2017 in Las Vegas. This special series is powered by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, James Benham. I'm joined by the construction app guru, Rob McKinney, and resident BIM expert, Josh Bone. Contact Trio, ConExpo, ConAg series is dedicated to discussing apps, hardware, and enterprise software for the construction industry at the world's largest construction conference. Today is Thursday, March 9. 2017. This hour's show topic: Interview with Tomer Peran from Matterport, talking about democratizing computer vision. Back in a second. All right, fellas, I'm back. I'm back. It's good to have you back, brother. Oh no, it was like one whole episode, and I feel like I missed everything. <laughs> Like what happened? It was like an hour. Yeah, it's uh, this whole day. I've not had lunch. I've just (laughs) this whole day has been a blur. Food's just been streaming
1: in. Rob, you you doing all right, dude? I felt like Ricky Bobby. I I did do what I do with my hands? hands. What (laughs) What what do I do 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 with my hands? What do I do? What do I do with my hands? Jim, are we clear? Did I hit stop? Where are we at?
0: Where do do my hands go? Where do my hands go? So I just got to speak at the tech uh, experience. I was in the tech talks area. Gave a 18 minute talk, which is the Least amount of time you will ever hear me speak. That is true. <laughs> Wait a minute. How many minutes did you talk? 18. That well, is actually... Do they, do they have you on the clock or they point? They, they have me. a timer. Is, no.
2: Less time. That is less time than Rob went over his 90-minute oh, talk yesterday. <laughs>
0: called out on I, the air. I love you. I love you. Know,
1: called out you know on how much the air. I, you know how much I love Sean and MCAA? I just wanted to give back. Extra t- exactly. 30 minutes over. I gave him 30 minutes over because... In my own mind, I had no idea what time it was. I really odd. lost track. Well, you track, know they have this thing called a watch. I know he was watching the. Watch. And I was he watching, was watching on time. <laughs> and at you the two-hour
0: mark, you were watching yourself go half an hour <laughs> over your time mark. Oh my gracious! It's that West Coast is yeah. still throwing him off. Yeah, you got to watch. You got to watch, Mister McKinney. You do. It's, uh, you he, do. He, he, he just he keeps going. Tomer Perrin, how's going, buddy? It's going
3: great, guys. It's great to be on this side of the podcast, finally. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You you listen every once in a while? Yes, I do. (laughs) Outstanding. Glad to have you as a regular listener, man. So, uh, look, we love talking, and we are big fans of Matterport, so we're going to geek out uh, here. But before we really start geeking out, just give us a little bit. We like hearing about the people behind construction and construction tech. Give sure. us a little background. Give me a little backgrounder. Like, where are you from? Sure. I'm from Israel.
3: Uh, Sweet. Came here Yeah, I came here two and a half years ago uh, to study uh, at Cal. Moved to the Bay Area and really wanted to get involved in the tech scene here. Coming from the tech scene in Israel. Yeah. joined Matterport as, you know, one of the coolest uh, companies in VR that I looked at. I was in venture capital before that. Looked at a lot of VR stuff. And, uh, yeah, I really liked Matterport. Fortunate enough, they had a position open in a market that I loved, like uh, AEC. So, uh Came on nine months ago to kind of uh, jumpstart the AEC market for us, and uh, you know we're uh, like I yeah, told you guys before. You're doing it. you're yeah, doing it, man. Do- as a as
0: ship. the song would say, you're doing it and doing it and doing it well, yes. right? I mean, this <laughs> is really all right. Now wait, now tell Let's go. Let's Let's go back back in time. For a second, that was a nineteen nineties music reference, but that was a U.S. reference. That's okay. I doubt that song went big in Israel. In the
3: 90s. No, probably not. So, <laughs> so
0: let's. You went to high school in
3: Israel. Yeah. They high did, school in
0: Israel. Did you military. Military.
3: <laughs> uh, Yeah, did three years. Uh, I was a naval officer in the Israeli army. Uh, served on a missile ship.
0: Nice. Wow. Yeah. Uh,
3: did communications and uh, discovery. Uh, left a bit early due to injury, and then uh, you know it was a good opportunity to go right into my grad school. Yeah. Did now, some consulting for Bain in Israel and then uh, dove right into the tech scene.
0: Now Tell me, there is a ton of tech in Israel, man. You yes. guys love technology. I mean, you I was do? at I was here in Vegas in January at the consumer electronics show and I went to the startup pavilion and the sheer number of Israeli tech startups is staggering. I mean, you're yeah. this is a country the size of New Jersey. I mean, this is a small country. And and you guys are just dominating. Now, what's really interesting is how many military tech commercializations there are coming out of Israel.
3: Yeah. I mean, mean, your Air
0: Force is busy.
3: It is. I mean, Air Force uh, intelligence community, big. uh, You know, a lot of programmers coming out at the age of 21 where they've uh, pretty much been given, you know, massive resources, massive education, and then they're
0: right off to the private sector. uh, And that's why cyber is very big in Israel. Yeah, man. I mean, the Mossad are active over there, and you got the Air Force. Air Force is big on augmented reality. In fact, I saw some augmented reality sims coming out of Israel ten years ago. I mean, these guys have been yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So you came over to Berkeley. You did what? UC Berkeley for grad school or something? Yeah, uh, did grad
3: school in the business school there at Haas, uh, and uh, yeah, straight to Matterport. Pretty much a month
0: after graduation, I was off to the AEC races. Man, that's exciting. Okay, so let's talk about Matterport for a second. So you, you land, you land at Matterport. Tell me what's um, tell me what the deal is there. What what, so, do, what where did it where did this start? Because I've seen Matterport for a few years now. Yeah. What was what was the initial impetus of the idea for the beginning of Matterport?
3: So initially, we were uh, you know our two founders uh, Matt and Dave. Uh, they created uh, you know something that they would they would they just wanted to 3D scan places and create mesh really fast and democratize kind of reality capture because up till then you only had terrestrial scanners in the tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, we took a few kind of simple, uh, by the way, Israeli sensors, PrimeSense, uh, strapped them onto a camera. In the beginning, we were just uh, you know, looking for a market with a cool solution. Uh, and then real estate kind of found us uh, when we realized we are a great solution for real estate agents to you know, conduct 24-hour, uh, 24-7 open houses, essentially.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, who who needs the realtor there at the house when you can do it on Matterport, right? Exactly.
3: Uh, So realtor or real estate photographer goes into a house an hour, hour and a half later, he's out. Two hours later, 3D model, accessible to anyone, embedded on a website. Very easy to do. Uh, As you guys have seen, this is a kind of foolproof system, right? Straps it to the iPod, goes on the tripod, and you just start walking around with it. It does auto location. There's no registration needed, no setup time, just straight to scanning. Man. Yeah. That is
0: so cool. So it really started as a solution for realtors.
3: Yeah. Uh, so about three years ago, started selling the camera into realtors, uh, and you know, building a big business there. Uh, over the past few years, we have about sixty million in funding, all uh, you know, Silicon Valley top venture firms. Uh, and in the past year, uh, you know, a little bit before I came on, uh, we brought on a VP of Biz Dev to start looking at other markets, and then they started seeing that. Uh, we had a lot of business in AEC. We had, you know, a few dozen customers, uh, map engineering firms, architects, uh, and a lot of general contractors start using this for documenting. Um, so they brought me on, and I was the first one to really start focusing on uh, this market, and uh, identified the three use cases, three major use cases that we saw in the market, which was, you know, creating very fast point clouds for as-built, documenting construction as it's going on, and finally project closeout for facilities management, like the model you guys. Uh, just played around with. You can you know, link uh, 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 spec sheets to it, O&M manuals, and anything you want uh, as a
1: turnover product for the owner. Wow. Rob, I know you got a question here. Actually, it's interesting. Your original market segment is how I came across you guys nearly four years ago through the real estate side, where one of your photographers in Atlanta, Dan, that I met, showed us this technology at an AGC Georgia event, Josh, you remember? And he brought this crazy box-shaped camera And he was moving around while we're all talking. And we're like, what is he doing? And then he processed it. I think it took him, back then it was about 24 hours. And then he sent me the link. And he's like, oh, here's the meeting you were at. Do you think this is interesting technology? Would you want to use this? I started flipping out immediately. And we asked him to come down to a commercial construction build in the pre-cover-up stage. So this is a stick-built project that we're trying to still figure out how to photo document this before everything went behind the sheetrock. And he came down, and what you just showed me on your device, he did nearly four years ago. Now, it was still web-based, and we had to go to the browser and check it out. But that was a game-changer to be able to say, what's behind all of these walls? Where's the water? Where's the power? Where's the, you know, the sewer sanitary? That really caught my eye, and that was one yeah. of the first times we saw it in that market. And now to show what you've got, wow, that's a big leap. Yeah,
3: I mean, uh, you know, the fact that we have over 400,000 houses already scanned, so we have the largest wow. VR database in the world right now. And uh, Wait, yeah, you say
0: 130,000 houses?
3: 400,000.
0: 400,000. Oh, my gracious.
3: Yeah, 400,000 houses. And, uh, you know, the good thing is everyone in every industry buys houses. So we still get a ton of, you know, incoming... Uh, Uh, questions and leads just by people who were buying houses, their friends were buying houses. They came across it and they said, well, I can document my building. I can extract point clouds. That's right.
1: uh, Yeah. Fascinating evolution of the use case from the residential market of, hey, if you live in Miami and you want to check out that new place in San Francisco, check this out. But then you leap forward, oh, we're building a new hospital and we want to be able to share what's behind the walls with the maintenance people. How do you do that? This is a pretty cool way to do that. Mm -hmm. Guys,
2: we're always looking in this industry... For better, faster, more cost-effective solutions. And that's what Matterport, we talk about this democratizing computer vision. And we're seeing your users now go out and scan a ballroom. Just go through. Now, this is not photogrammetry. This is... There's infrared technology there, so it's not yeah, true photogrammetry.
0: There's going to be some photogrammetry. Yeah, absolutely. With, right? yeah, no
2: photogrammetry see? at all. Yeah, really? It's no all, yeah, no it's photos
0: uh, were harmed in the no production of this point?
3: Nope. Uh, so our, our, our scanner has infrared structured light transmitters and receivers and cameras. Uh, and what we do is we turn for 45 seconds. The camera spins on the tripod, and it's taking infrared structured light measurements as well as taking photos. Our cloud then processes all these photos, stitches them up, Stitches the point cloud together and then creates, uh, you know, the magic that we call our showcase that you guys experience. But no lasers. No
0: lasers. There are no... All all I wanted was sharks with freaking lasers on their forehead (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh so no no what that means though is that you can't shoot nearly as far right you have you have have physics fighting against you here when you don't use lasers physics and light so uh you know uh, infrared low low light is terrible right no
3: low light is actually very good we have hdr on the on the camera Ah, so you can shoot in low light conditions not no light but low light definitely what about
0: shiny objects
3: shiny objects if it's shiny and black then you know grand piano that's just going to disappear yeah. Right? The photos will get it. So, you know, your tour will still show it. But if you want to extract a point cloud and you've got shiny uh, black things, then uh, it's probably not going to pick that up. Um, and as well as natural light. So shooting outside is still a problem. You can do it in the golden hours, right? There's enough ambient light and there's no direct sunlight. But it's primarily for interiors. With the right conditions, what are we talking about as far as accuracy goes? In the right conditions, yeah. Uh, so in the right conditions, we've seen uh, empirically around ninety nine point five. What we commit to is ninety nine percent accuracy, and what that means is that you know on a that's ten it? foot measurement, yeah, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> on a ten foot measurement, that's going to be you know within uh, uh, within half an inch. Uh,
0: but on a hundred foot measurement, that could be up to you know four or five inches. Yeah. Uh, so you, you're not going to use this for. Uh, Uh, the same use cases that you're going to use a uh, paracosm or a a higher end scanner like a a blk360 i don't
3: know about paracosm i've heard you know other stuff about their accuracy as well and i don't know they
0: have a new they have a new lidar unit out that's pretty accurate
3: right um yeah and then uh yeah you're not going to use it the same way that you're going to use a you know p20 or something like yeah
0: do we do, do you have is lidar in your future
3: uh, we don't really talk about any future hardware <laughs> releases, but, you know, LiDAR prices are coming down because of autonomous vehicles. And uh, our, our mission is to keep this an affordable device, right? We're $3,500. That's missing about, you know, a zero and a, another probably yeah, for, a, a for few for a tens LiDAR of thousands solutions. for LiDAR solutions. But we wanted to keep this, a you know, under 10K device. Um, so, you know, whatever the future of LiDAR holds, that could very very well... You know, be our future.
0: So, Josh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on on BIM
2: and Matterport and their intersection. So, this is something that we're always faced with when it comes to laser scanning. When we're talking about laser scanning, there's cost, there's technology involved with it that maybe we do a laser scan every two weeks, maybe every month, maybe every two months. The one thing I really, I see with Matterport is our ability to go in there and do it frequently, just really get in there and dive in and turn this around fast because the learning curve is so minimal and then we can push yeah. that back to do deviation analysis along the as built conditions I mean, what, what are you where are you going with that Tomer
3: uh, yeah I mean we have uh, you know very large you know some of the largest uh, general contractors now um, you know, been using it for uh, almost a year now some of them just picking it up and they're doing it they're they're using a spe- a lot of it for BIM verification you know taking our point cloud uh, overlap, overlaying it with uh, their Navis work models and kind of seeing deviations on that. We also export floor plans so you can overlay it on AutoCAD. So any kind of uh, verification you want to do with a point cloud, it's great for that. And as you said, you know, our customers are running this every two weeks, every week. It's very fast. Uh, you could do about 10,000 square foot an hour in a commercial setting, you know. So in uh, that kind of speed, and uh, and as you said, the ramp up time we say is one day. I think it's even less. We actually give uh, every new employee in Matterport a camera to take home and scan his apartment. And if they can't do it, they're fired. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> and uh, no one's been fired, right? There so uh, it's very very easy to do. Now, is there any
2: way moving forward with the phones and with the Matterport? Is there? stitching all that
3: together and tying it together with different levels of accuracy? I, I hope so. I, th- I think we're, we'll get there. We already have for Google Tango, so for the Lenovo Fab 2, we have, uh, you know, one of the uh, top apps in, the, in their marketplace right now is Matterport Scenes, and that's point cloud creation on the fly with your phone already, right? So, Unreal. we definitely see that uh, kind of interacting with our Pro 3D camera. We don't know how yet, uh, and, you know, we're still figuring it out ourselves. That's kind of like the Ferro workflow of
2: the handheld scanner and then the laser scanner, so you're pulling this together. and Now, I'm going to say something guys you won't believe. I'm always looking for solutions better than BIM.
0: Better than BIM. But you're BIM to the bone. I am
2: BIM to the <laughs> but bone. But what
0: does that mean?
2: You know, maybe well, one day I'll be better than better BIM than to BIM, better. BIM, 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 B- BIM to the better bo- <laughs> BIM <laughs> BIM better, <laughs> better to the BIM. Yeah, bone? I don't know. I'll be a better man somewhere along the way. So, yeah. Oh, yeah I smell
0: yeah, I smell a Pearl Jam song coming on.
2: Now, here's the thing. We look at what you're doing now and tying all this in. So these workflows i've done some kobe kobe is extremely time consuming it, it's it's a frustrating process of putting all this information ultimately where
0: james loves to have it in the spreadsheet
2: so <laughs> that they can tie it back <laughs> into their uh i tell
0: you what you I, I, their, I, tell you, I tell you what you can do with that spreadsheet you know what you can do with that spreadsheet yeah you can go blow that spreadsheet though. there you go your new workflow, what we're seeing with this
2: now, just the intuitiveness of moving around with the bowler room that, that James and Rob have seen. We're going to start showing this out and on, on our shows because it's such a straightforward, better-than-BIM workflow, tying in the owner's manuals to the, the pins. And then I love that bowler room because you can see here's a chiller, and you see the switch on the wall that ties to that chiller, Tomer, this is something we got to show people. This is, is an
1: amazing workflow.
3: Yeah, no, I and mean, owners love this, right? So we talk to all our general contractors, and they're seeing lots of traction with owners saying, well, you know, this is a great turnover document. So they do closeout with this all the time. Um, that's that's a very common use case for a lot of our general contractors. And, and any kind of map engineering, anyone who does a job finishes up, Matterport scans it and then tags it up with all the different, you know, repair instructions. We have people tagging this to YouTube videos showing how to maintain a machine, how to repair it. So pretty much anything with a web service. We actually have, that's pretty interesting. We see people actually linking it to their to their CAFM, their CMMS systems. So, you know, an asset in the model will actually be linked directly to that point database you right point. To your asset management or exactly. facilities management software. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a game changer.
0: So we're talking about full integration of fM yeah, we're talking about really truly accurate as builds,
3: yeah, and you know these guys facility managers they they prefer this over bim they don't have autodesk <laughs> seats a lot of times it's a bit too technical for them. they just go into these models they're super visual, they're vivid, they can walk around, click on anything, and yeah you if you don't need any instruction to use the camera it's even easier to use yeah. the actual showcase that's so, something we've
2: dealt with James is handing over information to facilities managers they are. Yeah.
0: old school <clears throat> old school man i mean they'll, you, you hand you hand them a revit model they'll put that disc on a, <laughs> on a shelf exactly and, and so this this is what's so neat i mean I, i'm holding a, a gear vr vr headset in my hand right now and this is running matterport on a native app that's installed on gear vr and you also support google daydream which is the browser-based vr and i just put this up to my head with no training and it instantly loads my matterport model and I'm able to walk through just by looking at the different uh, points where everything was taken, yeah. I can navigate through the model on my own and see all the data on my own with just putting it up to my face. I literally don't have to click a single button. Exactly. Can, this is the future of doc- <laughs> documentation, amazing. Doing, right? It's awesome.
3: Yeah, I mean, we have uh, you know construction managers of multinational firms sitting in their offices at headquarters, and their projects are all over the world. You yeah, know, factories. And, in, they're Asia, as and they're not traveling as this much. they're not traveling as much. This is like
0: go to meeting for
3: them, exactly. but better. Uh-huh. Because yeah. they,
0: they can navigate at their pace at their scale on their time, and they can do their own punch list on a project in Malaysia from their headquarters in New York exactly, and that's what they're doing right they'll scan they'll
3: tell their GCS to scan right before an OAC meeting the night before the OAC they get on it when they're in the OAC meeting they 've just walked to the site man, that is so cool
0: it, it's not just cool it's so profitable oh yeah, absolutely you know we're talking about four big buckets you can save money in right uh, hard flights, cost savings yeah. that's flights and, and fuel. Soft cost saving, the staff time of that person exactly. traveling. Then you have the the uh, potential for tech reimbursement because you can technically bill some owners back for this tech. Mm-hmm. They're going to get it for FM because you can include this as part of the cost of them. Course. So you're not even paying for Matterport as mm-hmm. a contractor. Many people pay for it in their first project. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, this is like a one-project ROI. Yeah. But the big one, mistakes you don't make because you have this. Exactly. Because if you can share that as-built with everybody on the job during the project – during the project, that means, like, for instance, I'm here at ConExpo. I have two construction projects running at Jibby Knowledge right now. We have mm-hmm. two different offices being built simultaneously. I could actually have daily ass belts being sent to me through Matterport so I can do my punch list
3: exactly. from Vegas.
0: Yeah. So it allows me to have freedom, too. Yeah, I mean,
3: we think it streamlines the decision-making, right? So instead of taking a few days and taking all these phone photographs and for you to figure out what the issue is and then solve it and make a recommendation or make a decision – you're making that on the fly as soon as the scan is done walk in the site and make a decision so it's also actually saving time in decision making yeah that's huge
2: that's
0: now
3: huge. i know you guys
2: are on a rocket ship you're developing so fast you're doing so much are we going to see some BIM integration in the future some simple you know streamlining some of those workflows you've add in for
3: revit uh, yeah. Plugin for Revit is something that, you know, we, uh, we are definitely looking at. Uh, I can't really talk about when it's going to come out, when it's going to be released, but that's definitely one of the things that we want to get to. Uh, and, and I think 2017 in general, guys, this is going to be a year where if Matterport until 2016 was, you know, primarily, if not solely focused on the real estate market, 2017 is when we become a platform and we're going to make a lot of AEC functionality. Man, it's exciting. Yeah. And in terms of BIM integration, I mean, we're You know, we already export a point cloud. It's an XYZ point cloud. You guys have seen it. It's uh, fully colored. It gets to you in two hours after the scan, right? So where do you get a fully registered, stitched, um, colored point cloud two hours, three hours after you're done scanning
2: with, with 99 percent accuracy, guys. Really, in yeah. most cases, deviation analysis that is going to be
0: more than enough can, on a equipment pad
2: poor, or whatever.
0: Can you scale that speed up with uh, some more processors over on AWS or what? what, what is, what's the what's we're, the on that? I
3: mean, we've uh, you know we had a 200 sweep limit about four months ago. We can now do 500 sweeps in a model. right? Wow. So we grew from you know 20,000 square feet. We've seen uh, you know, so you're heavily.
0: Square feet. So you're heavily dependent on cloud cloud-based technology. Oh yeah, we're a off.
3: cloud-based company. We do all the processing, all the storage, all on the cloud, and that's you know part of the reason
0: why. You on AWS? Yeah, AWS. To go, uh, to go down the there week? Yes, we did. Uh, yes, we did with everyone else. Okay, so uh, we we need to work on our geo redundancy and failover then to multiple data. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely sites.
3: something that we're uh, we're also working on.
0: Yeah, we did a we did an after action review with AWS on that. It was interesting. They, yeah,
3: we're working with Fastly, so actually a lot of the models you know everyone went down a lot of. Of our models are cached on fastly if you know those yeah. guys and that's why you know even when everything went down and some of our models starting running slowly 60 70 percent of our models were still
0: working well, they were cached they, the, they were cached at the edge yeah yeah, so at you, the edge. yeah you're using a cd a content delivery exactly yeah cdn is when you cache uh data out on the edge so it's more quickly delivered so it doesn't go through 10 hops on the internet and it goes through three or two and exactly like, and fastly is great for that yeah, fastly is a good one i mean limelight networks is another one there's mm-hmm. a few to the cdns out there that'll Actually, keep you up even when you're down. Which exactly, kind of neat. So, uh, interesting, uh, Rob. You got to think this is big for safety.
1: I think it's huge. I mean, when you look at existing building conditions, and you can document, document. I'd I, I fold this more over into quality control and risk management. I mean, I can tell you guys horror stories of uh, commercial building products, condos. I mean, one of the things. I mean, if you build something that people sleep in, you have a seven year uh, litigation window in most states. And if I had had this technology several years back, I mean, guys, I can tell you stories of sitting in rooms with homeowners yelling at us about, you know, construction defects and what was really behind that window or that curtain wall, that blocking. And you got lawyers and insurance people and Rob's the guy with a keyhole saw saying, I don't know, let's just cut a hole in the wall and see what's back there. Whoa, 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 Rob, don't cut a hole. What if there's something worse? I'm like, well, if you're saying the window already leaks, we (laughs) want to figure this out, right? I don't have x-ray vision. Tom, you guys give contractors x-ray vision. vision.
3: Exactly. Uh, I mean, we have people all across the AEC industry using this, right? From home builders to the small five man architecture shops, all the way to, you know, Gil Bain, DPR, Hensel Phelps, and those guys.
1: That's a pretty impressive list right there.
3: Uh huh. Now,
2: Tomer, we've got to ask you, you. You are out there, you guys are doing amazing things, great workflows.
3: What's, what's catching your attention here at ConExpo ConAg? Well, I was down at the, uh, at the tech experience, uh, you know, the other day and just looking at a lot of stuff there, you know, and, and that's kind of the ways that we think that we can develop. I was telling the guys earlier on, right, Daiquiri helmet, HoloLens, if we could, uh, you know, ultimately strap our imagery and our point, our 3D geometry into a HoloLens and, you know, that's actually x-ray vision because someone's going to be on site looking behind the walls with AR. I think wearables is, is definitely an area that, uh, that we want to get to from VR, making the move yeah. to AR.
0: All right. So, what excites you at ConAxpo, Ag right now?
3: Uh, right now, uh, well, I saw a few really cool drone companies, uh, autonomous uh, autonomous vehicles. But you know, honestly, guys, I've been strapped at our booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, we have a booth down in South Hall, and I've been there, uh, you know, talking to people all day long. And this is the first time I've actually, you know, other than uh, checking out the tech experience for a half hour the other day, this is the first time I've been, uh, I've even been in the North Hall. Wow, going <laughs> yeah. out for air. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So uh other than the technology at your own firm, what's your top technology right now that you're really geeking out on? Um, let me see.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna you know, uh, maybe it's just because recency bias, but the DACry helmet, uh, just AR, AR stuff is uh is really what I'm uh, I'm excited about. Okay. So AR is such so an experience.
0: We hear that so much. Well, too. Yeah, absolutely. HoloLens
3: especially. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay.
1: Awesome. Rob, any closing comments or questions? Amazing stuff. I can't wait to play with that a little bit more. And let's just make sure that what you're showing us is an Android-based app. We're not at iOS yet currently, but is that in the hopper?
3: Yeah, I mean, iOS, we actually do work with iOS for cardboard, right? It's not the same experience, the $15, uh, right. 5 to $15 device. So you're not going to get the same experience as the Daydream or the Gear VR um, but you know, uh, any day now, April, June. I've heard a lot of rumors yes. when Apple's going to finally release its uh, the, uh, phone in One day, uh, they'll deliver what we want. <laughs> exactly. So it's I don't know if it's our fault. I'd blame Apple for not, being, you know, <laughs> not fully our iOS. fault.
0: <laughs> you know, it also is not our fault. The lack of traditional USB ports to my new MacBook Pro, <laughs> and the lack of my MagSafe adapter, and actually, the fact that
3: I can't plug in you
0: your can't phone plug in here in this that. iPhone. You can't plug the new phone into a new laptop. New. Nope. Yeah. Not yet. Josh, any closing comments?
2: It's so great having you on the show. We love what you're doing there. Thank you. Uh, I, I can't wait to see, as you guys keep pushing this, all the great workflows. I just want to say, great job on workflows. That's the one thing I'm seeing from your group. You're keeping it simple, and I can't wait to start showing people this bowler room because I think it's
0: so much more impactful
2: to see it and understand it. So Yeah, we're
3: a very visual product.
2: Well, see us. Keep up the good work. Tell Thank me what you. I
0: would say. Keep it simple and stay focused. Don't be uh, someone you're not, man. I'm, I'm fired up about you guys. It's Matterport.com? Matterport.com. Awesome. So you can go check out more information there. Uh, also, I want to remind everybody to join us as we celebrate Con Expo ConAg 2017 with a fun photo challenge. Part of the challenge uh, for the social champs out there can visit any of the six selfie spots scattered around the show floor. Snap a selfie. Clearly shows them at the location. shared on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Winners announced at 2 p.m., so they just announced a winner about an hour and a half ago. Uh, And we really, really appreciate you joining us for this particular show. Now, I've got a special song to play for Mr. Bone since he said the words Better Man. uh, I really feel obligated to go ahead and play this right now. I just want to thank you for joining us for show number seven from Con Expo Con Ag interview with Toma Peran from Matterport on the Context Trio podcast. Be sure to stop by Jimmy Knowledge Booth S65329 in South Hall 2 to nerd out on our integrations with Stack Construction. Andrew a 3D Printer, super fired up to have it. You can follow us on social media at Contact Trio. I'm at James M. Benham. Rob's at Conag Guru. Josh is at Bim to the Bone. Toma Paran is at Matterport. Please listen to this show. Go to the show website at jbknowledge.com slash contact trio. Here's hoping we can all be better men. Thanks for joining the contact trio. Signing out.